Are you confused by all of the jargon in podcasting? Today, we're going to define a few key terms in plain English. What's happening, podcasters? This is 1000 Podcasters, and I'm Brian Entzminger. I'm a podcaster and a podcast editor, and I want to see you be successful with your podcast. This particular episode is part of a series. It's part of the 30-Day Solo Podcast Challenge put on by David Hooper over at bigpodcast.com, and it's also part of National Podcast Post Month. You'll find links to those in the episode notes. Podcasting is both a technical and also a creative medium. It's creative in the sense that we create content, and as podcasters, very often we're also creating new ways to do things because we're trying to do stuff we've never done before. But it's also a technical medium in that there are a lot of technical things to do, in particular in recording and getting something ready to go. And because of that, there's also a lot of jargon. There's jargon left over from storytelling. There's jargon from audio production. There's podcast-specific jargon. There's new stuff that's coming up all the time. I know that when I was first getting started, there was a pretty steep learning curve for me, even though I'd already been involved in music and in audio production. I'd done live sound. I'd done recorded sound, all of that kind of stuff. But even so, there were new terms to learn, and not to mention that there were also some best practices and little tips here and there that I needed to pick up. Today, I'm going to talk about five common terms in podcasting that are confusing some people. I see these in Facebook groups from time to time, people asking questions about these. So I'm just going to quickly define these. My hope is that this will be valuable for you and that there won't be any mansplaining going on or anything like that. And as I, as I talk about these, we're going to be talking about them specifically in relation to podcasting. The first term I want to talk about is post-production, because I've seen questions where people are asking, what exactly is post-production? We're going to talk about post-production in relation to podcasting, but in general, post-production is the parts of working with a podcast recording after it's been recorded and before it's published. So this would include things like fixing the audio, equalization and compression, editing, any of the other stuff that might go in with that as well. All of that would be part of post-production. The next one is a master track, because I see some people sometimes ask what a master track. Put simply, a master track is just a single channel on a mixing board or in your editing software that you can use to control the volume or the effects for the entire mix at once. And just for clarity, mix would be all of the stuff that you've got in your recording when it's all mixed together. So generally, the master track will be the last thing something goes through before it goes out. And so you can use that one volume fader or that volume knob to control the whole thing together. Next up, decibels. I see people asking about this as well. Decibels, made very simply, are a way to measure how loud or soft something is. There's some specific detail in terms of how the scale works and how it was built and all that stuff. But in general, it's how we measure how loud or soft something is. And just as a point of comparison, if you think about somebody whispering, that's usually in the range of 15 to 20 decibels, whereas a conversation would be something like 60 decibels, maybe 65, and a jet engine, maybe 120 or something like that. So there's a range of how loud things are, and that's how we measure how loud something is, and we express it as decibels. It's just a way for us to talk about it. Next up, signal-to-noise ratio. There's a lot to talk about in this one. The first one 
is signal. Signal to noise ratio is made up of two parts. One is the signal, the other is the noise. The signal is the part that people want to hear or the part that you want to, people to hear. So in the case of this particular show, the signal is my voice. Noise is the stuff that obscures the signal. So if there was a fan going on in the background or perhaps a conversation or something like that that wasn't supposed to be part of the signal, that would be noise. And the ratio of that is how much signal there is to how much noise. So a high signal to noise ratio means that something ideally is easier to understand, whereas a low signal to noise ratio might make something hard to understand. And part of why this is important, especially for podcasting, is because we want to provide the best possible signal to noise ratio because many times people are listening in environments that introduce their own noise. So if you think about somebody driving to work in their car, their car is creating a certain amount of noise. And if there's also noise in the recording, then that all gets added together and it makes it even harder to understand what people are what, what is being said, what's being talked about. The final one I want to talk about is creating a lot of confusion, and it's LUFS, L-U-F-S, which sounds for loudness units full scale. You might be tempted to think that this is the same as decibels because it's a way to measure volume, but it's a little bit different because it's a way to measure volume as compared to the output of something. So if you think about your phone, your Android or your iPhone, if you crank up that little speaker in your phone, it's got a maximum output that it can put out. There's some point at which it can no longer put out more signal. It's got a maximum output. And that maximum output for the phone, speaking electronically, will stay the same regardless of whether or not you connect it to a Bluetooth speaker or wire it into your home stereo or something like that. The most that that phone can put out electronically will stay the same. The part that changes is how much amplification can hap happen after that. And what LUFS does is it gives us a way to measure how much of that maximum output we're using. So it's, it's a measure of loudness over time, generally over the entire program. So if you think about your episode as a program, it's the measure of how much of that maximum output you're using for the entire program. There's more that goes into it, but that's just a way to understand it because there's a lot of confusion. I see people talking from time to time and they say, I can't seem to hit the loudness target. What's the difference between luffs and decibels? Decibels are a way of measuring how loud something is in general, how loud is a voice? How loud is something else? LUFS is a way to measure how much of the headroom or how much of the maximum are you using when you create something? How much of that output are you going to do? I have links in the episode notes for more of these because I think that some of these, you might want to go a little bit deeper, but I did want to make sure you had these quick definitions. If you have any podcasting or audio production questions maybe some terms that have you stumped. I'd love to see if there's a way that I can help you find some clarity on that. If you'd leave a comment in the episode notes, I'll be sure to respond there. And who knows, maybe your question will become part of an, a future episode. If you'd like to connect with me personally, you can visit toptieraudio.com. That's where you can find links to my social profiles. You'll find a way to subscribe to this show as well as my YouTube channel. You'll find ways to send me a note if you're interested in perhaps editing, seeing if I can edit your show or perhaps consulting, some of that kind of stuff. All of that is at toptieraudio.com. Go out there and make a great podcast.